Baruchim Abba welcome everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of All Parsha on Parshas Tetzaveh, the Balaturim on Parshas Tetzaveh. Now, this week, aside from being Parshas Tetzaveh, it's also the week of Purim, and in fact, Shabbos is Purim for the Bnei Yerushalayim. But we're going to endeavor to share a number of very important thoughts from the Balaturim on the Parsha, and we're going to conclude with an absolute gem of the Balaturim, who brings in the Yom Tov of Purim into Parshas Tesavah. So let us begin. The Balaturim opens up the Parsha with the well-known observation that Moshe Rabbeinu's name does not appear in this week's Parsha. And he points out that from the time Moshe Rabbeinu comes to the scene, Moshe's name appears in every single Parsha, with the notable exception of Parshas Tesavah. Well, says the Balaturim, the reason for that is Moshe Rabbeinu said to God, that if you destroy the Jewish people, then please erase me from your book that you wrote. There is a principle quoted in the Gemara Makas and Daf Aleph. The curse of a Chacham, even Al Tanai, comes to be. Meaning, if a Chacham gives a Klala, and even though that curse is dependent on something, even if that something doesn't come to fruition, there's an idea that the word of the Chacham has an effect regardless of whether the stipulation was fulfilled or not. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, God, if you save the Jewish people, great. And if you destroy them, erase me from the book. And God did not destroy them. So Moshe Rabbeinu's name should continue to be in the book. Nevertheless, Moshe Rabbeinu's name does not appear in Parshat Tesavah. Now, why Parshat Tesavah? Moshe Rabbeinu's name could be omitted from any Parsha. I once saw from the Ben Chai, I believe in the Sefer Adar Eliyahu, that... Mi Sifricha Asher Kosafta, Sifricha Sefer Chaf, the 20th book. And lo and behold, Oyam Menorah, Pile Plum, it is a wonder of wonders. The 20th Parsha in the Torah is Parsha Tesavah. So Moshe said, Mechenina, erase me, Mi Sefer Chaf, from the 20th book. Furthermore, says the Balaturim, this Parsha talks about the protocol and the ritual of the Kain Gadal. And Kahuna Gadoila, this institution, belonged to Moshe Rabbeinu originally. However, because he delayed and refused to fulfill the mission of Hashem, Hashem took it away from him and gave it to Aaron. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu's name is omitted from the, the parasha. Listen carefully, it would cause Moshe too much aggravation to have his name in the parasha, and yet this be a subject that was taken away from him. So we, so to speak, just... We don't even discuss Moshe Rabbeinu when it comes to the Inyan, when it comes to the subject of um, the Kuhuna Gedoyla. Then the Balaturim says on the word Kasis, of course the Parsha begins speaking about the mitzvah of lighting the Menorah, which comes from pure olive oil Kasis, which is banged out. Well, we know the Menorah was lit for the period of the first temple and the second temple. First temple is 410 stood for 410 years. The second temple stood for 420. The word kasis consists of chaf taf 420, yud taf 410, that references the two periods in history when the menorah was lit. We move on to perk chaf ches, pasik vav v'sheish mashzar. says the balhaturim v'sheish mashzar is gematria shloishim shnayim chutim. 32 threads. This corresponds to, what, what is the significance of shloishim shnayim chutim? 32 threads. Keneged the Torah. The Torah begins with the letter Bez and ends with a Lamed. 
and the Sheish Mashzar, which consists of 32 threads, was a remez, was an illusion, conveyed the message that this reflects and represents the Torah HaKedosha. Now we go to Perek Chavches Pasuk Yud. Shisha Mishemaisam Al. The Pasuk says that six of the names of the Shvatim were on one stone and the names of the other six Shvatim were on the other stone. The Balaturim says the Rashi Tevois of Shisha Mishemaisam Al spell out Shema. What is the connection between the Shvatim and Shema? Well, of course we know. The Gemara tells us that at the deathbed of Yaakov Avinu, he was frightened. He was afraid. The Shechina departed. He thought maybe there was one of his children was not worthy. So the Shvatim turned to Yaakov Avinu and they say, Shema Yisrael, listen up. Our father Yaakov, whose name was also Yisrael. Hashem Aleikeinu, Hashem, our God, Hashem Echad. We all believe in one God. So the Shvatim were the first to declare Shema Yisrael and their names which are inscribed on the two stones on the shoulders of the Kayin Gadol the phraseology Shisha Mishemaisam Al allude to Shema the recitation of Shema that was said by the Shvatim we go to Parak Chavches Pasuk Chav Parak Chavches Pasuk Chav where the Torah tells us about the twelve stones the final stone was the Hator Haravi'i Tarshish Vishayam Vyashfe. The final stone was Yashfe that corresponded to the final Shevet Binyamin. In fact, says the Balaturim, the Gematria of Yashfe, which is three ninety-five, is the equivalent of Binyamin Ben Yaakov, because the Yashfe was in fact the stone of Binyamin. We go to Perk Chavches, Pasuk Lamid, Es Ha'urim Vyes Hatumim. That, it says, that Moshe will place in the Choshen HaMishpat, the Urim Batumim, the parchment that contained the ineffable name of, no, name of Hashem, and it would be carried on Aaron's heart. Well, we know Hashem's great name consists of 72 letters. The Gematria of Es HaUrim B'Es HaTumim is Shem Ben Shivim Ushtayim, the name of God that has 72 letters. And now we come to one of my favorite Balaturims in the entire Torah. The Pasuk speaks about the Me'il. On the hem of the Me'il was a pomegranate and a bell and a pomegranate and a bell and Aaron would wear it and the Pasuk says it was on Aaron when he served and his voice was heard, its voice, the sound of the bell and the pomegranate was heard, it says the word, v'nishma, and it was heard. It says about Aturim, three times in Tanakh, do we have the word v'nishma, the Mesoretic note indicates that the word v'nishma appears three times. Number one, in this pasuk, v'nishma koiloi b'vayoyalakoidesh. The sound of the me'il will be heard when he comes into the holy. Furthermore, God offers us the Torah. All that the Lord speaks, we will do and we will listen. In reference to the Torah. And then in Megillus Esther, regarding the edict of the king, And it will be heard the edict of the king 
in his whole kingdom, for it is very great. But the Balaturim, Al Piremes, he says, in that case, we have the word Vinishma in three situations. We have Vinishma regarding the Me'il in this parsha, in the realm of Avoida, service of God in the temple. We have the word Vinishma in response to the giving of the Torah. We have the word Vinishma in reference to the giving of the Torah, Torah. And we have Vinishma regarding the reference to Megillas Esther, Vinishma Piskom Hamelech. Ah, oh, says the Balaturim, look in Masechta Megillah Gimel Amid Beis, Amar Rabbah, if you have a choice between Mikra Megillah and Talmud Torah, what do you do? You're in the middle of learning, you're even maybe listening to an all Parsha Shir, and if not an all Parsha Shir, an all Daf Shir, and it comes time for Megillah Sester, Mevatlin, Talmud Torah, Uban, Lishmaya, Mikra Megillah, we stop learning and we come to hear the Megillah, by the way, Many Achorinim ask, why does the Gemara call it Bittol Torah? It's not Bittol Torah. The Megillah is also Torah. It's one of the 24 books of scriptures, one of the books of Tanakh. Why, does, why is it considered Bittol Torah to stop learning, to hear the Megillah? The Megillah is also Torah. Well, if you have a choice, and that's a question uh, that is addressed by Rav Shlomo Kluger and the Beis Ephraim and many other Mepharshim, but the, the halachic conclusion is we stop learning to hear the Megillah. That means the Megillah is greater than Talmud Torah. So if you have a choice between Vinishma Piskam HaMelech Asher Ya'aseh B'chamasah If you have a choice between Megillah Esther or Nasa Vinishma Torah You know what you do? Vinishma Piskam HaMelech You have to hear the Megillah. Why? Kirabahi. The Megillah is greater. It's greater than the Nasa Vinishma. You have Venishma by Torah, you have Venishma by Megillah, but the Venishma by Megillah, Venishma Piskam Melech, Asher Yasa Kirabahi, that's a greater Venishma. Now, what do you do if you have a choice between the Venishma Koiloi Bivoya Kodesh, you have a choice of doing the Avoida in the base of Mikdash, or Venishma Piskam Melech? There too, the Gemara says, you're Mavatel the Avoida to come to hear the Megillah. Where do we see this? This is the Remez. Even though Venishma Koiloi Bevoyela Koidesh, even though it says the word Venishma in reference to Avoida, but Venishma Piskama Melech, you're going to listen to the Megillah. Why? Kirabahi! Because it's greater! And Oyoim Venoira, it's quite amazing. Who is the Baal Hamemra? Who stated in the Gemara that you're Mavatel Torah to hear the Megillah? That you're Mavatel Avoida to hear the Megillah? Rabbah, Kirabahi, this is the statement of Rabbah. Unbelievable. The Megillah is greater than Torah. The Megillah is Rabbah from Avoida. It's Rabbah mi Torah. And Rabbah was the one who said it. What's a little bit challenging is, according to our text in the Gemara, it's not Rabbah who said it, it's Ravah. And we don't have any accepted girsa that it was Rabbah who made the statement that Mikra Megillah is more important than Torah or Avoida. So some of Farsham learn that the name Rabba, uh, Rava used to be pronounced Rabba. Reish Beis Aleph, which we pronounce today Rava, used to be pronounced Rabba. And the Remez is in the pronunciation, but not in the spelling. But be it as it may, let us just spend a few moments analyzing this halacha. Why is it that Megillah Sester is Venishma Piskam HaMelech HaShar Rabahi? Why is Megillah greater than Torah? Why is it greater than the Avodah? 
There is an amazing comment of the Chassam Soifer. The Chassam Soifer writes in his Drashos for Zayin Adar in the year Tav Kuf Tzadik Beis, 1832, on page Kuf Samach Dalet. He says, The Holy Light, which is incorporated in the Megillah, is actually much greater, and more honorable, than the light contained in the actual Torah. Do you believe such a thing? You hear what the Chassam Sefer is saying? That the great illumination that shines forth from Megillah Esther is greater than the light of the Torah. How can we even say such a thing? Is there something more illuminative? Is there something greater than the light of the Torah itself? And yet the Chassam Sefer says the light of Megillah Esther is greater than the light of the Torah. So I want to share with you a great secret. There's a Medrash, Barashas Rabbah, Parashat Zayin Oisei. The Medrash says, there are, diff- there are things in this world that are a noivel, a semblance of the actual. A noivel, a semblance of prophecy, is a dream. A semblance of the world to come is Shabbos. The Gemara talks about others. Honey is a semblance of the man. Sleep is a semblance of death. Says this Medrash, Noiveles Chachma Shalmaila Taira. It's if the Medrash didn't say this, we can never bring ourselves to say this. The Taira is a semblance of a body of wisdom that is called Chachma El the supreme wisdom. That means the Torah that we have access to is the filtered wisdom of God as we can connect with it. But there is a concept that there is the raw Chachma of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, unfiltered, unadulterated, so to speak. It has never been diffused down to this world, and that is Chachma El Yoyna, and the Torah is a semblance of that Chachma El Yoyna. Remarkable. We don't think of it that way. We think that the Torah that we have access is the supreme, but no, the Medr says there's something called Chachma El Yoyna. Do we have anything in this world that is from the un filtered Chachma Oyayna itself. There's a Sefer Tor Barakas, which was written from by Rav Aryeh Kohen, one of the students of Arizal. And he reveals to us that the reason why we are Mavatel Taira to hear the Megillah is because the Megillah is greater than the Taira. Because the Torah is a semblance of the Chachma Yoyna and Megillas Esther actually is a segment and a element and a reflection of the Chachma Yoyna itself. That is why Megillas Esther trumps Talmud Torah, trumps Avodah. That is why Kirabahi. That is the explanation for the observation of the Balaturim. That Megillas Esther in fact comes from a supreme body of Chachma that transcends the Torah, if we can say such a thing, but that is the explanation of Rav Chayin, of Rav Aryeh Koyen, explaining the halacha of why we're Mavatel, Talmud Torah, for Mikla Megillah, why the Pasuk says, V'nishma piskam hamelech v'chom al-chusoy ki rabahi. So, as we approach the great day of Purim, about which the Arizal says, the oirois, the lights, that the Yibam shines down to the world, the spiritual glare 
the spiritual illumination of Purim is greater than any other holiday, than greater than Shabbos and greater than Yom Tif. And the Yavashim bequeathed to Klai Yisrael this uh, unusually holy document, the Megillus Esther, which is from the Chachmel Yoyna itself. And this is Merumaz, as the Baal Turim brings out, the Nishma Piskam HaMelech Bechal It is so great. So let us listen carefully to each word, each word that reverberates in our mind, in our soul, will elevate us and grant us tremendous Kedusha for our entire life. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos and a Freilichen for him.